are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Tony Dow and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off saying that this episode is for everybody. So today's episode is going to be a quick one. It's uh, just going to be going over reasons why people are not really using a lot of the informatics tools. So by now, you probably heard a lot about like the different tools available for pharmacy informatics and even healthcare informatics in general. Things like clinical decision support, uh, third-party applications, especially pharmacy software or drug diversion software, or, you know, things like that. A lot of these different tools out there, Barcode Medication Administration, and the list goes on and on. So all these technology tools are here, and they're supposed to be improving healthcare, improving safety, improving, uh, or rather, you know, reducing medication errors, things like that. So why doesn't everybody use them? So we're going to be going over some of the reasons, and I want to outline this out into uh, one is about cost, two is about project resources, uh, three is about maintenance, four is about, you know, competition, information blocking, and fifth is about interoperability. So the first thing is cost. These tools cost a lot. Like I could tell you from experience that an EHR vendor, like the whole enterprise suite can cost anywhere from something like 30 million to 130 million. And it really depends on the size of the institution as well. So these are enterprise tools of like, you know, encompassing CPOE, CDS, BCMA, all those things together. And of course, this also includes other things like lab information systems and, you know, personnel management, registration, uh, you know, uh, all the tools that nurses use for documentation and provider documentation, things like that. It's like the whole package, the whole suite of things. So of course, it's going to be costing a lot too. And there's also this whole service aspect where are you going to have this remote hosted? where the vendor themselves are going to be hosting all of your information for your patients on their servers, or are you going to be client hosted? And depending on your infrastructure, there can be hardware cost or there can be service cost, which are both additional costs to the product itself. So a cost, yeah, that is one big thing. And you know, this is just for the EHR vendors I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about third-party solutions where it's like drug diversion applications or specialty pharmacy or pharmacy uh, IV workflow systems like Dose Edge or Kato or Pixis IV Prep, those things, each of these third-party solutions also have an additional amount of cost. So getting into the next part, which I'm going to be talking about project resources, is that money, just the upfront cost, is not the only thing that's holding people back. The other thing too is that these projects are going to be having resource costs too. So you're going to have like the people you're going to be paying to be on this project, additional resources to uh, help train individuals to get used to the product for implementation or people that need to stay on the project team to uh, go through the workflows and go through all that fact finding and go through all the uh, steps to, towards the implementation. So you're going to have to make sure that all those costs are there. And because sometimes it takes a lot more resources than initially predicted, that holds people back as well for implementing all these systems. And the next thing I want to talk about too is kind of related to that is after a post go live, right? So once this system's already implemented, any of these systems, there's going to be maintenance issues. So people who are working on the maintenance, they may be trying to fix things or they may try to improve the operational workflow to accommodate for the new system, right? And, you know, you get all these requests that come in all the time saying, can we make this better? Or this is an issue now. Can we uh, fix this? So these people are going to be uh, spending a lot of time doing the maintenance, but at the same time, they may be also the same people who are going to be put on new projects for new software. 
So what ends up happening is you're going to have your resources stretched too thin. So because of that, that's also another barrier of uh, having everyone use these new tools because there's just not enough people or not enough resources to actually go around. And kind of related to that about the post Goliath thing is that uh, you're going to have people resistance to change as well. So getting the people on board, getting the users on board is another challenge in itself. So having too many of these go together at once may be an issue as well. So maybe spacing it out would be better. So because of that, you don't have a lot of these tools fully implemented now because people are trying to uh, phase all of these things in. And another thing I want to talk about is sometimes there's a lot of different companies out there doing the same thing. You got one company doing drug diversion and you got a competitor to them doing drug diversion and different algorithm. And you have all these different companies that are trying to compete with each other. Sometimes the institutions or health organizations don't really know which is the best uh, solution to go with. So they may take extra time trying to figure that out. Or maybe they decide that these tools are too expensive, then they try to develop it in-house. But then in-house, they don't have enough resources. So there's just a lot of other considerations that are taken into when people are thinking about implementing these new tools. And that can be another challenge too about why people end up not even choosing these tools. And then finally, I want to talk about interoperability. Because we have all of these different systems, disparate systems, like the EHR is its own thing, the uh, retail pharmacy thing might be its own thing, the uh, the Pixis IV workflow or the BDKDO or the Dose Edge system might be their own thing, then interoperability becomes an issue because now you got to have someone in place to make sure these systems talk to each other. And they're all different systems, so it may be a challenge to get all these things to talk to each other. So sometimes the challenge is trying to figure out what systems out there are already interoperable with each other and maybe going for that. And because interoperability is not really completely there yet, that becomes another challenge as well, which is, uh, you know, possibly why people may not choose some of these systems to implement because they want something that can work out of the box with their existing system. So there's a lot of reasons why any of these things can uh, cause people to not want to use these systems, even if all of these tools and technology uh, advances and hardware and software are going to improve patient care and net safety. Uh, if they can't get those resources together, if they can't convince people that uh, this is uh, beneficial for them, if they can't get this to operationally be efficient for their institution, they're not going to be using it. So there's a lot of considerations. And hopefully that kind of answers the question to why exactly are we not implementing all these great technologies when they already exist? Alright, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy and me and remember technology is a tool patient care is the goal